Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. You know, I really enjoyed that conversation with Luann Pappas, the CEO of Scarlet Pearl. And, um, you know, you never know where the conversation is going to go. And I shared at the beginning of that discussion about one thing I learned in my career, not just as a CEO, but even before that, was that we should trust our guts more often. That sometimes too much contemplation leads us to a place, a safer decision, but, 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 that, but, but a decision is probably not best for your future and certainly not best for your business. And what I learned in my career was you know when I trusted my gut, I usually it usually paid off, and it was interesting to hear her point of view about that. And she's such a, a good leader. She's such a um, you know definitive leader, but inspiring leader. And it's good to have the opportunity to talk to to people like uh, like Luann. So now we're going to shift gears and move over to my friend T McCovey, who's the uh, president and CEO of the United Way in Jackson and George County, and he too was a recent one. Coast uh, recipient, and he's been inducted into a couple of Hall of Fames along the way. We're going to talk about all that. Before we get any further, let me say welcome, T. How are you doing, buddy? Thanks for having me, Rick. Appreciate it. United Way of Jackson and and George County, really, really, really important. Um, a big campaign. We're going to come back and talk about the campaign and what you guys do in the community and all that, but I want to talk about T for a second. Does that sound good? That sounds good. So how does it feel to have grown up in Pascagoula, to have been sort of a sports star who got inducted into the Hall of Fame there, and also lead the, the United Way? That's got to be feel like you've come full circle in ways that are almost transformative. Well, it is, Ricky. But, uh, you know, one of the things about growing up here, and, and I've traveled all over the world, but coming back home, you always have those uh, folks in your corner that remind you, of when you, um, you know, had two left feet. And, and, and so, <laughs> so I have a lot of folks in my corner. As you remember when you missed that pop fly and, and, you know, so yeah, I got some folks that keeps me uh, grounded. Well, you know what? It's, it's funny. I have those same people in my life because <laughs> I, I grew up in coastal Mississippi as well. And, uh, you know, I had the opportunity to, to go away later in my career, never lost you know, my base station here, but yes. still was away a lot. And you know, my, my dearest friends are, are the ones who keep me, you know, always kept me humble. <laughs> and yes. they always yes. reminded me, you know, of where, where home was. And man, I, I love that part though. You, you yeah. say that jokingly, but boy, it, it's meaningful, isn't it? It is. You know, and I also passed a church here and my older sister, I'm the baby of the family. And being her pastor and she often reminds me don't forget i used to change your diapers and all of that so anytime i want to go on one of those big head runs uh you know she can bring me back down to earth so you went to you you, you left uh high school from Pascal high where you played mm -hmm. basketball yeah and you went you went to arkansas tell me about that decision well actually i was um uh, had i went to 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 perk first, um, I had a couple of uh, different offers. I mean, I you know offers at Ole Miss and in several other schools, but I played at a position in high school that I was not going to have to play in college. So um, I needed to hone my skills on the perimeter and, and all of that. So went to perk. We won a couple of state championships, and then went to Arkansas. 
um, college and, and then after that went and played in the Air Force and, you know, lived overseas and played in Spain and Greece and Turkey and yeah, so I, I've been all over the place and uh, and then ended up in the Bay Area of California, um, you know, where, you know, my uncle is uh, Willie McCovey, who played for the Giants. So, you know, being in, in the Bay Area and uh, I've often told the story when I lived out there for five years, I got stopped by the Highway Patrol probably 20 times because I had this heavy foot. But when I would give them my license, they would look and see McCovey. They go, any relation to stretch? And man, I played that card. <laughs> yeah, that's my uncle. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I heard, you know, I heard that, you know, it's, it's so interesting because I love to focus on the military community in coastal Mississippi and how people have, you know, people who weren't from here came here, been all over the world, and then yeah. end up retiring here. I met a doctor yesterday, Dr. Han. He's a cardiologist at Memorial. And, uh, you know, he, he settled here. Great education. He chose Costa Mississippi as a place to live. But I've been to Spain, spent time in Madrid. My son lived in Madrid for a period of time to learn cool. Spanish. You know, the, the area along, I, I spent time in Croatia. You know, you mentioned Turkey and Greece. What a beautiful part of the world to, to yes. learn more about. And then I spent a lot of time in the Bay Area because my, my headquarters company was, was stationed in San Jose. Wow. So, um, you know, we've seen a lot of similar <laughs> things in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. So that gives you great perspective, doesn't it? Absolutely. And and just the diversity of cultures and people and getting different perspectives on, you know, whether it's a political issue or sports teams or, you know, it just gives you a kind of a 360 degree uh, view of life. And instead of having that linear one track view and, and, and I owed all of that to the military when I went in the Air Force and, and just meeting people from different cultures and climates. And I mean, it was just an awesome experience. That's so cool to hear. Hey, I heard you. I saw you smiling when I was talking about the lesson that I shared at the beginning of my conversation with Luann about trusting your gut and not yeah. doing too much contemplation. Yeah. What, what did that conjure up in you when I was mentioning that? Well, uh, my gut feeling kind of, um, I mean, it, it's, it, it takes me to a, a place where, I mean, sometimes you have some fear with that, um, you know, when you have that gut feeling. And, and um, I, I give you an example. I, I went on a job interview one time for an organization. And while well, I retired from the Department of Employment Security overseeing the lower 24 counties of wind job centers. And when I went in for an interview for that position, you know, I was the last guy to be interviewed. And I had only been with the agency 12 years and there were folks, you know, 25 and 30 years that were applying for this job. And we were going through some transformation and, and I was out for my morning run and I, you know, had that gut feeling of, you know, they're gonna ask you this question and when they do, you say this. And so the question was, why do you think you're the person for this job? And, and I told them, I said, well, this organization is going through a fundamental transformation of change. In order for you to do that, you're going to need me for that. And and, and so all of the, the folks on the committee kind of took a step back. I'm like, okay. And so, <laughs> but yeah, I, I have to walk through some fear when I get those, um, those gut feelings because it's, you know, kind of out of the, the ordinary. It is. And, 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 and I said, when you, when you trust your gut, it often leads to a situation that can be highly uncomfortable, but it's in Absolutely. those moments 
It's in those moments you learn the most. It's in those moments maybe you take the most risk. But it's in those moments when you contribute the most. Yes. It's, it's, how, it's how you separate yourself from, in your case, the competitors around you, you know, yeah. vying for that same job. It makes yeah. a difference, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. And and I did get the job, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well, good. Well, I, I, it's awesome to hear sort of the trail you took that led you back to uh, to coastal Mississippi and specifically to Jackson County and this role at United Way. You know, when I when I you said you were a pastor and I hear what you said about gut and this experience you've gotten all around, but I sense um, a real purposeful humility when I'm talking to you. Yeah. Is that by design or is that who you are? Yeah. Talk to me about that. Well, and, and, you know, being an athlete and I was one of those athletes that, you know, I mean, I talked trash and, you know, you had to, you know, really try to get in your opponent's head. And so and then, you know, that transition from that environment of win, be tough and, you know, when you talk about a spiritual life, I mean, it's a totally different life. And so and that is something that, you know, I had to work on. And, and um, you know, I remember being in college. My college coach told me one day about humility. And, and he said, son, do you know what humility means? And, and we had just beaten up on on, on our opponents. And, and, and I said some cocky statement about, well, if it's mopping up those guys. Yes, coach, I know what humility means. And. So we actually had a laugh at, at that at our um, Hall of Fame ceremony. I said, Coach, I know what humility means now. <laughs> He's a good son. i been trying to teach you that for years. <laughs> well, I mean, I you know, I think wisdom wisdom teaches you that. You know, certainly a spiritual life teaches you that. Absolutely. You know, we're we're all in the scheme of the world. We're all small, and sometimes yeah. people forget sort of. Yeah. Where you know the role they play, and I've always tried to make the most amount of difference. That you know, you know. By the way, making the most amount of difference doesn't always mean making everyone happy. I right. mean, sometimes you got to make tough decisions, and right. even in your role as United Way, I mean, you get a lot of requests. United Way gets lots of requests, mm -hmm. but you have a limited number of uh, of opportunities. You're really focused on outcomes, the, 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 the formal phrase outcomes-based approach. So you're, sure. you want to make contributions that are going to pay dividends and whatever. Mm -hmm. So it means, you know, sometimes having to say no, and that's tough sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, 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 it is. And, you know, United Way has been in this community for 62 years. And, um, you know, there are over 1,800 United Ways worldwide. And all of us have, we play out of the same playbook. We have three primary focus areas, and that's education, health, and income stability. And so, I let's do this. Coming, yeah, we're coming to the end of this. But what we're going to do is pick it up right there when we come up on the other side. But this is uh, T. McCovey, who's the president and CEO of the United Way of Jackson and George Counties, and we'll see you after this break. You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coach You. I mean, one of the great joys of my job is I get to talk to cool people, and T. McCovey is one of those, one of those guys. Pre- President and CEO of the United Way of Jackson and George Counties. When we went to break, though, he was saying there are 1,800 United Way entities around the world, and they all share three goals. Say the three goals again and then finish your thought. Yes. You know, our, our primary focus areas are education, income, and, and health. And, and we believe, Ricky, that if we can raise those three areas in our communities, it can lower the unemployment rate. It can lower the poverty rate and, and a lot of other negative rates, especially for us here in Mississippi. You know, we kind of get a, you know, a, a black eye when it comes to, you know, national statistics. And, and I recently heard this, that we were the clumsiest state um, and and, I was, and that the reason being that there are more people that file for workman's comp claims, and so they in Mississippi, so they kind of attach that to us. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was looking at some some numbers, and I'm like, okay, what else, you know? Um, <laughs> but yeah, United Way, we, we're just trying to make an impact in the community in in in, in a variety of ways. Talk about the United Way campaign and why it is really kind of the pinnacle moment for the year. Yeah, here, um, you know, my counterpart, Kathy Springer over in in, in Gulfport, you know, we just, uh, I know our campaign this year, the theme is reimagining our uh, community. And our goal this year is $2 million. And so, you know, coming out of the pandemic, uh, you know, one of the things that we did at the height of the pandemic is we became a kind of a PPE distribution center. You know, we never closed. We never, you know, the community needed us more so then and now than they've ever needed us. And so, you know, we were able to stock up on Lysol and hand that out to nonprofits and wipes. And, you know, we were getting Lysol when the rest of the country couldn't get Lysol. And uh, we had this one distributor that um, you can get six cans every two weeks. And I cannot give you the name of this distributor. So every two (laughs) weeks we were getting six cans of Lysol and everyone was like, we can't get this. So where are you getting this from? And so, but we became, as I said, a a distribution center for our community and, and just the philanthropic and generosity of, of donors just, I mean, it hit the roof. You know, it's so important in order for United Way campaign to work and wherever I've been, I've been a huge supporter of United Way. Um, you got it starts on the top of the organization. There has to be a commitment. And the, 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 the whole principle for people who may not quite appreciate it is because sort of goes back to the old uh, adage of a community trust that you could have people having having to get give pitches to a bunch of different organizations or you can pick United Way, not that these other organizations don't still exist. Mm-hmm. You can pick United Way and let them make sure that your money's being invested in the community in the most efficient way. And yeah. the more funds they have, the more benefit they can make. And in order to have an employee and a successful employee campaign, the CEO's got to be on board. Absolutely. And you've been lucky in Jackson County to have yeah. so many leaders in the community who are willing to sort of engage campaign pains inside their companies. Absolutely. I mean, in some of the bigger names that folks know about, Ingalls, Chevron, Mississippi Power, uh, you know, the hospital systems in both Jackson and George counties. Um, and it's it, you said it, you know, it has to start at the top. And um, one of the things that we do, Ricky, we show folks the impact of their dollars and, and what their donation is doing. You know, and here at our United Way, we have 18 agencies that fall under us. And that's one side of our business. And on the other side of the house, 
as a 501c3, we go after dollars for those other agencies that are not United Way agencies, like our, you know, our soup kitchen here, our daily bread and, and backpack for buddies. And some of our local churches have uh, food pantries and we support them through uh, other philanthropic dollars outside of our normal campaign. It's exciting. It's exciting the work that you do. It's important. It's really important the work yeah. that you do. And uh, it's important to have a good campaign. So what's your read on things coming? You know, I, we're not out of the pandemic, but as things start yeah. to settle down a little bit, life gets back to normal. What's your read on how the campaign's going to go this year? Well, you know, this is what keeps me up at night, you know. Um, and, and so our campaign will run through the end of the year. Uh, we have a push in December, what we call our end of year giving, um, you know, and, and then you got a couple of things with, with Ingalls and, and a lot of the, the defense contractors of, you know, employees being vaccinated. So, you know, there there's some question marks out there um, with, with a couple of our defense contractor uh, employees, uh, employers that have uh, that are huge uh, United Way supporters. So we're keeping our fingers on the pulse of that. Um, you know, again, as a as a pastor, you know, um, my faith and okay, God, it's it's you know, <laughs> when one door closes, you know, you said you open up others, and so um, yeah, so we we are heavily re, uh, relying on our faith um, these next couple of months. Good luck to you. Good luck to you as you as you you know track forward and hoping to have a United Way of Jackson and George County. Maybe hits a record. Maybe maybe Absolutely. people maybe their point of view about this is that Lord has the pandemic showed us the needs in the community. It's now time for me, me, the, the giver, the single giver, to be one of the thousand points of light that help our community fill those gaps. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? Absolutely. So, T. McCovey, President and CEO of the United Way of Jackson and George Kane. Thank you for spending some time with me, my friend. Oh, Ricky, thanks for having me, man. You guys have a blessed day. You too. Thank you, man. Thanks. Have a great day. You do the same. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.